0: Man Rising podcast. Today we discuss the season finale of ABC's *Inhumans*, titled "And Finally, Black Bolt." Doc, <laughs> Doc, you're back. Hey,
1: I'm back.
2: <laughs> yeah, you could do the you could do the synopsis again this week because we synopsis. sucked at it.
1: Oh yeah, well I hope I can do better. It's uh, the 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 narrative of the of this particular TV show bounces around quite a bit, making uh, <laughs> a summary uh, quite difficult. Um, yeah,
2: but I mean, it's it's the end now, so
1: it's the end. It has run its course.
2: <laughs> it's been seven um, weeks, seven weeks of us putting out episodes.
1: It's, yeah, uh... and um, Go team. I thought it was a pretty good finale. I think I, I liked that it ended in a way that, if it if there isn't a subsequent season, then it ha- it gave up. It, it provided a nice conclusion. Yeah, um, <clears throat> think, so everything. In
2: in terms of like spoilers and stuff, we know it's going to be a spoiler filled episode. Um, but there is like a comparison between you know obviously big spoilers ahead between um, Thor Ragnarok and this TV series. I thought,
1: I thought so. Yeah, that's a good.
0: I didn't even catch uh, them because I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet. So, oh, but you can well, spoil me. You. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, if you guys know anything about me, I love spoilers. So please spoil me. It's fine. I'll probably go see it tonight after we're done recording.
1: Oh, it's a great watch. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Funny. Super funny. I love that director. I can't pronounce his name. I won't even try. But uh, uh,
2: Taika Waititi.
1: Well, that doesn't sound so hard. Um, but I've I've enjoyed everything he's done so far. Um, what We Do I in think- Shadows. And especially love this movie called um, In Search of the Wilder
0: People. I think you told yeah. us that.
2: Yeah, he did. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Neil, it's, um, it's
1: such a great movie. Probably one of the best movies of last year.
2: I think the funny thing is, is back in, um, in school when I was doing my GCSEs, uh, which is like, uh, it's when he's 16 years old, um, we, we studied a, a series of short films and, um, Taika Waititi did a short film. It's like, um, it's like two
1: cars, one night or something. So this is the great. this is the problem you guys had last last week.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, going back to our episode tonight. Um, All right. So lots somehow and lots there are some down. ties in, some. So somehow <laughs> there are ties into some Thor's, and you guys can point that out as you give us a synopsis.
2: <laughs> yeah. Give us a synopsis, Doc. I've been cut off. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you a and lot your dandy
0: lion and yeah. birdock, Adam.
1: <laughs> it all took place in a giant Ikea showroom, I mean Adelan, um, and in which Maximus's plans come <laughs> quite thoroughly crashing down. Um, so what's happened is that the royal family were banished to Earth, they've made it back, uh, Gorgon was killed, but then Karnak resurrected him by uh, by putting him through a secondary teragenesis, which drove him a little crazy. Um, and that's uh, where we kind of start off. Is um, Gorgon is is um, he's he's alive, but he's he's made sort of mad, and he's just trashing the chamber of teragenesis and taking his ire out mm-hmm. on poor Dr. Declan, who. It Looks as though he gets killed um,
0: Yeah, we don't see the, uh, la- We see the yeah. last of him, so I'm assuming he, he is a goner
1: Yeah So Alas, poor Dr. Declan We hardly knew ye um, And, okay, so uh, Black Bolt Triton, Crystal Medusa, and Karna Oh, not Karna um, Are all kind of gathered in this Storeshed, uh, underground Bunker uh, beneath Adelan, and they're kind of like, okay, how are we going to do this? Um, what's what's wrong? Oh, they've captured Maximus. Um, and Maximus is like, well, it doesn't matter that you captured me because I've put forward a failsafe. If you harm me in any way, then all of Adelan is doomed because I've set this thing up where the uh, shields that protect the city from the vacuum of space will become deactivated if I don't put my palm print on this uh, special unit once an hour on the hour and um, Triton's like well I'll just cut off his hand that will be no problem but (laughs) (laughs) Triton's like no no it has to be a live hand or something to that effect Um, so they split up and um, uh, Black Bolt uh, tries to um, navigate through the tunnels underneath the city to get Force Maximus to the control room so he can deactivate the shield deactivation Uh, while uh, Medusa and Crystal prepare for the eventuality of having to most likely um, evacuate uh, evacuate the city. Um, They travel down. uh, Medusa travels to Earth and meets up with Louise, was very happy to see her, because she didn't think she'd ever see her again. And she's like, please, please take me to the moon. I want to see your city. And this is like, I can't. It looks like we're going to have to maybe run away from the city. I need you to help me uh, find a place uh, where um, all of us, all of the refugees can can come and be safe. She's like, well, I'll try. Back on Adelan, um, we finally get to see uh, Mike Moe's Triton pull off some of his awesome Ah, uh, martial art skills. Uh, when he fights off some of the Maximus's goons in the tunnels, which is a really cool scene. I thought he yeah. throws his knife and he does all this yeah. kicks and whatnot. And I guess this actor, Mike Moe, he's a very accomplished martial artist, and he um he is he yeah certainly uh, shows off his skills. Um, it's nice to finally see a good fight in a uh, Scott Buck production. Anyways, um, only <laughs> he, he, he took uh, six episodes or seven episodes. Yeah, just just a few, just a few. <laughs> Um, both Gorgon and Karnak are apprehended by Maximus's goons, and they're put in the Quiet Room, and it's actually called the Quiet Room now, um, which is like um, Black Bolt's uh, little chamber where his powers are nullified and whatnot, and um, Gorgon's still losing his mind. He's just violent and angry, and Karnak is able to get him to chill out a little bit, saying, you know, if you just... You know, Together we can get through this. My powers were hurt and are disabled, but they're coming back to me slowly. And I think the same will happen to you if you just trust me. Uh, but Gorgon is still just kind of out of his skull. And so he starts stomping on the room. And he's like, well, no, no, you can't escape this room. This room is designed specifically... Oh, the Karnak designed this room himself specifically to contain Black Bolt's powers. But Then he realized, oh, wait, it's meant to contain contain sonic powers it might not work it might actually be vulnerable to uh, physical brute force powers now that's a lot of split and peas but it <laughs> turns out to work out because uh gorgon's able to stomp his hoof into the side of the wall and pff, shatters right through it so I like the sound effects to, to uh yes <laughs> <laughs> those two escape all right all right so then, oh my God, what happens next? Oh it's God, I don't even remember. It is a lot of uh,
0: mayhem. It's just chaos.
1: Uh, Maximus somehow manages to get away from Black Bolt, um, and he. Uh, but it turns out that that all the little things he's he's done to to make the shield uh, turn on and off um, has created a, a, an un, unstoppable. Um, cascade of, of things, and that the city is pretty much doomed. Um, and he just won't come to terms with it. He, he finds his little buddy, Brunaja and says, I want you to show me where the... Oh, right. <laughs> I should tell you that Medusa stole the pterogen crystals from um, the little pterogen chamber area, so uh, Maximus is pissed because there's no more crystals for him to be uh, made- go through to secondary Terrigenesis. Right? right. So... He makes just say, hey, "Well, tell me how where they are." And he's and Brunage's like, I, "That's not how my powers work." He said, "Well, then show me the future." And he grabs them and his eyes roll back and he does his little seizure thing and he says, "I see the future where you stand as the sole undisputed king of Adelan. <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, good, that's great." Um, you know, I mean, we all kind of see this as a sort of monkey's paw thing. That's pretty much lampooned yeah. right there. Right, yeah. But, um, Anyway, so um, uh, <laughs> right. So then, Med- like, Medusa oh, walks
2: in, doesn't she? Or?
1: oh, she comes in later. So Medusa returns um, to with with Lockjaw, and um, and uh, they make a new plan that it's that they're basically like going to have to get everyone off of Adalan because it's doomed. And she and Crystal and Lockjaw go to this sort of space. NASA place where Louise used to work, and you know Louise is trying to convince her boss that um, that you know they need to um, help her relocate all these Inhumans. And he's like, "Yeah, you're crazy." And then Lockjaw teleports into the room. He's like, "Okay, you're not crazy." <laughs> <So> <laughs> he says he'll he'll it talk only, to the boss. You know? It
0: only takes to a thousand pound basket. dog to convince you that everything is real,
1: right? It has the yeah. I guess if you it, it doesn't
2: it doesn't take like the aliens invading in twenty twelve or Thor coming down from the sky to kind of convince you that aliens are real and people live on the moon. But I we won't see, go into that
1: one. Leaving, I guess. So he says that he <laughs> will talk to the boss and make things happen. Now, who the boss is is left unrevealed, and that's kind of an interesting. Bet we, I come. Kind of, I was sort of wondering if maybe uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson would have made a uh, a guest <laughs> appearance as the boss or something. I don't know, but dream. it didn't. Um. Anyways, back on the moon. Um. There's a little aside. Um. I should have led with this actually, where uh, Black Bolt is explaining that the one of the reasons why they have remained on the moon, they've remained hidden, is not because he's afraid of. Of humans, but actually, he's trying to protect them all from some other threat I missed out that there. part, actually. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's left unsaid. I mean, it, it's, he's basically talking about the Cree, right? And anyone who followed Agents of Shield or has um, been a fan of the Inhumans know that the Cree always become involved there's some confusion as to what uh, actually led to the creation battle and on the moon and why Black Bolt has refused to, uh, well, he's speaking in sign language and Medusa is translating. So, um, it all happened rather rapidly.
0: Yeah. I, for Um, some reason I don't remember any of this, but go anyway, continue.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, um, so that happens. And then, um, there's these tremors and earthquakes that are occurring when the uh, the shield is flickering on and off, which has something to do with air pressure and vacuum. I don't know. Science to tech. We're um,
0: science.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, long story short, stuff's coming undone. And um, so Medusa a- um, addresses all the human people um, by way of. Um, uh I don't know they they're, they're little they've got a PA system that projects Oh yeah it. that
0: projects onto the shield.
1: And she says, you know, we we always wanted to protect you. We always had your best interest in mind, so on and so forth. But, but now um uh Maximus and his madness has doomed the city. We have to flee. And if as though on cue, another earthquake or moonquake occurs, and a tower falls over, and everyone freaks out, and they, they uh, rush to uh, Eldrak, um, who starts teleporting them all to Earth. Um, in a last-ditch effort to get Maximus to see reason, Medusa C- coerces says or orin into granting her uh, a visit with him and and she sa- she offers him a terjan crystal and says look stop this and you can have this and he's like you know he, he won't do it he demands the crystal and he's just not going to listen to reason so she throws it against the wall and it breaks and he's totally angry and um, it's uh, it's, uh, dramatic. it's rough dramatic there's high drama and I I thought it was actually kind of a nice scene between um Medusa uh, Sarinda Swan and and Maximus Ian Rion um you know how the two of them had been friends as kids and he was such an he had such an alienating childhood not because of his lack of of powers and she had been his own only pal and then she turned his back her back on him when she married her his brother and um kind of set the ball rolling for him having such a (laughs) meltdown um but she's like all right sorry you're on your own and and um he he demands that orin kill her but orin's like no i'm not gonna do it you're not the boss of me anymore and they leave um so everyone clears out but but um Black Bolt won't leave without his brother, so he has everyone teleport away uh, through Lockjaw. The mm-hmm. rest of the, re- the remaining royals teleport away, um, and he goes to confront his brother for one last, you know, showdown. Woo. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Therein, uh, Maximus reveals to to uh, Black Bolt that it was that he had actually uh, set in motion the. Uh, turn of events that led to their um, their parents' death. He had forged a royal decree saying that 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 um, Black Bolt should have brain surgery to um, to uh, prevent him from being a threat to to Adeline because of his massive powers. And um, Black Bolt became so enraged at thinking that his mom and dad had made this arrangement that he asked why and that it caused his powers to trigger and and he obliterated his mom and dad and um maximus tells him this and he's like okay now you're going to kill me get it over with and it for a moment there it looks as though black bolt is going to say something he's going to kill maximus but (laughs) instead he just pops him right in the nose it's, it's a pretty good <laughs> cutaway scene yeah. just hits him and he he awakes in the bunker and he's like oh we're in the bunker right this is the one structure on adeland that can survive uh, a cataclysmic event on the moon and whatnot um and you know once again yes you know why have you done this uh, why have you kept the caste system, kept us all sequestered on the moon? And um, Black says, you know, that's just, that's my secret. I'm not going to tell you. And he basically, uh, there's plenty of food and water in this bunker, but no one else. And he pushes him in there and closes the door behind him. And Maximus is trapped, and he's banging on the door like, don't leave me. That's
0: a fitting, a fitting punishment.
1: Yes. Then then uh, Black Bolt walks out, and he turns to the structure, and he says, Goodbye, brother. And by doing that, it causes the structure to come crashing down. And then it, um, he runs through the wreckage to the what's left of Eldrak. And Eldrak's like, Hurry, I can send you back. And he goes through. And just then, the... Um, the uh, Shield collapses in entirety, and the entire city is exposed to the vacuum of space, and it causes it all to come crashing down. And, um, the last scene of the city we see is of, um, these, uh, uh, runes, these, these symbols of, of the writing there, kind of glowing blue. Light. Uh, yeah, the throne room. Um, And the last time we saw that kind of activity was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it connoted that the Kree were about to arrive. And I should also mention that um, although Medusa couldn't bring Louise to the moon because it was too dangerous, she did agree to take the little locket, the, the spaceship locket that contained some of her father's ashes, uh, take that to the moon and plant it there because her father had always wanted to travel to the moon. He, he was obsessed with it, but he was never able to make it himself. So she agrees, she does that, and she, she plants the locket in this little uh, area of rocks in front of a monolith. And it's the same kind of monolith that played a big role in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was a device that of Cree design that allowed for interst- immediate interstellar transportation so, all the seeds are planted that if there were to be a second season, the Cree and the Cree coming back to uh, deal with the inhumans whom they created will be the deal.
0: Okay, um, and keep so, in too, mind, too, I, that just yeah. to keep in mind, too, that the Cree are going to have a big role to play in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you saw the previews for the upcoming season five last night, um, huh. the Cree are definitely, they they were in the preview, so there's that
2: there was a there's a really cool effect that I saw on Eldra at the door that I hadn't noticed previously mm-hmm. um it kind of it kind of looked it kind of gave that monolith kind of vibe um you know when they pass him through it it was kind of like it, it kind of looked like that effect yeah, that, it had, used on Age that of the shield
1: and had that uh, stargate feel to it like yeah. when atoms are being all diced up and shot somewhere um and um, the last scene, of the show is uh, the all of the Inhumans are gathered in. I don't know. It looks like some kind of a football stadium. It's all backlit, so you can't really see where they are. But um, the the royal family addresses all of the refugees, and he's like, "All right, we have to make you know a new home here. We have new challenges, but we will face it together." And um, and that's where things end. And uh, it's, it, it remains unclear where exactly they are and who exactly facilitated them being uh, given amnesty on Earth. Um, but as Adam said, it's very similar to how uh, Thor Radnock ended with the Asgardians being similarly displaced and needing to find a new home. And um, so I thought a very satisfying end to an uneven but fun to watch series and if there isn't a second season this is a pretty good ending with uh with a lot of you know potentials for other characters to sh- you know show up here and there or you know if there's ever like a miss marvel tv show then or or, or movie that be incorporated into it and um, things like that yeah, what do you guys think
2: well they've definitely got the uh locked sit down and bark animations down, so they can definitely <laughs> use those again.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, my! you guys got a little staticky on me just now. Um, what did I think of the episode? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. It's me. Man. Um, I liked it. I was actually kind of a little bit disappointed. I wish we kind of knew where on Earth the Inhumans ended up, but I guess that's kind of the point we're not supposed to know. I'm assuming they're back in Hawaii in the crater, but um, I liked it. I liked I thought Max kind of got what he deserved. All oh, his elaborate plans came crumbling down. Kind of felt really sorry for Eldrak getting stuck up there by himself before he got destroyed. Yeah. Um. Although it's I, and Eldrach was... was very nice to Crystal. He's a smartass to everyone else, but he was very nice to Crystal. Um. I, th- I
2: think he was very nice in general to the royal family, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah.
2: You could see you could see where his allegiances were. True. So.
0: But um. But I liked it. I I feel like it wasn't there. I mean, it could have it, it could have been both a season finale or a series finale. They were saying they're marking it as a season finale, so I'm wondering if we're going to get a second a second season with hopefully a different showrunner. But I guess we have to wait and see. Um,
2: I think that's been our biggest yeah. gripe all the way through, though, Scott Buck.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel because, like the show could have yeah. been so much better if it seemed like I don't know overall. I feel like I mean they've got a, the, Marvel's casting I still think is pretty on it's pretty on point but I still feel like the show didn't get as much love and care as it as it could have as it deserved. But overall yeah, I mean, we, it we was throw, a solid ending I think.
1: We throw Scott Buck under the bus a lot but um the fact of the matter is that you know he's just one part of the problem the bigger problem yeah. was that they cut a lot of corners and made this show on the cheap
0: and it didn't deserve to be you can't you can't i wish because looking at agents of shield um i know agents of shield budget isn't huge but i think their budget was way bigger than what was approved for inhumans and i think just as a principle of what the inhumans are they should have had a at least an agents of shield budget i would think or maybe they did but it all went to imax for all i know
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, possible i mean but i mean when you got certain television shows that uh, you, you, you create the story around what you can afford to show. So, you know, like an, a TV show, like the gifted or even green arrow or arrow. Um, it's easy to make that money count because you don't have to create elaborate sets or have crazy CGI characters um, because of the nature of what in humans is you Really need a lot, a big budget, and you need good special effects, and you certainly need a better set. Um, and they didn't have that, but they proceeded anyways, and so it ended up um, sort of looking quite in cheap.
2: See, see, in my opinion, I, I reckon they could have had Atalan on Earth, and you could have had exactly the same story.
0: Exactly, I. Agree. You know, because
2: like in like the, the like we keep saying about the the Jay Lee and Jenkins, Paul Jenkins run.
0: Well, they did it in that, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. They had, well, it was Afterlife, but they had an inhuman civilization on Earth. I don't see why they couldn't have done the same thing with Adelan.
1: Exactly. Well, whether yeah. it was on Earth or on the moon is sort of immaterial because it's yeah. just the interiors looked really were really poorly done. Um, you know, we talked before about how like shows like Doctor Who was able to make a lot with a little – and what they did back in the day, and they did it on Star Trek, the original Star Trek, as well as they used pre-existing sets that were created for other movies and TV shows. I almost feel like they wish they did something like that. Um, but nowadays, everything's Handy made down, through Thor CGI sets. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Well, they don't. Yeah. I mean, all of Asgard was made through CGI. Um,
0: they, but well, they could have. They could have borrowed some of the stuff from Agents of Shield. I mean. There were some things that probably could have been borrowed, but maybe they felt like yeah because I, of all the Cree and the runes and stuff. They there really isn't other than agents of Shield, the humans aren't anywhere else. So that's probably why yeah they had to create everything.
2: I mean, but in the, general, the, the TV show, uh,
0: right?
2: Go ahead. Uh, sorry, but I was saying, in general, the TV show hasn't been that bad, and I think. No. Initially the critics were just far too harsh on it and I think Well
0: that's... everyone was jumping on the hate bandwagon because it was Scott Buck, yeah. So um mm.
2: Yeah. Well, I I don't think it was just that. I think the, the, um, the IMAX
0: They were the inhumans. The IMAX
2: episodes were bad. <laughs> um, the IMAX episodes that were directed by, you know, the big um, C-list director.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It had, it had a worked. it's uh, I think the 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 first two episodes were quite rough, but the second you know, the six subsequent episodes were were pretty good and anyone who stuck with it probably enjoyed it. Um, the numbers, you know, as reported by Nielsen, haven't <laughs> been stellar, but they've been consistent and actually haven't um, haven't experienced the kind of drop off that you that one normally expects for for shows that aren't hits. So I mean Friday night is a uh, is a tough night for T V apparently. Um the show did was not a disaster. It did okay. Um, now, if 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 I'm sure that um, ABC is probably not too keen on renewing it because it's it's a lot of money for not a lot of ad revenue, but Disney might pull us. Uh, uh, you know, another agent's shield. Yeah. shield, because they want to create a lot of content for their new streaming service that should right. launch next year. Yeah, and um, you know they'll certainly have this show rebroadcast on their streaming service. Whether or not they want to create a second season that remains to be seen. I know they have plans afoot to create some kind of Marvel content. Um, well, you know that could be well, because that that.
2: They're going to be or, pulling all of the um, the Netflix series off of Netflix. Basically. Are they? Uh, Has well, that been
0: confirmed? Because I had so, I heard that wasn't confirmed because of the the nature of those shows and how violent they are, and Disney might not want them on their service.
2: Well, I, from what I've heard is basically any ne- Netflix shows currently will be then made right through Marvel and Disney. It won't be going through Netflix. That was what was reported anyway. If that's been sort of disreputed, and
0: I I the last I heard, which was. Granted, like around the same time the announcement came out, was that the Netflix shows would be the exception to that because Disney they had made the deal with with Netflix. And oh, yeah, up
2: until up until twenty nineteen, I think the deal lasts for.
0: Yes. So but either so either those shows are not going to be made anymore, which would suck, or. Um, those shows will be carried over But I don't think they will Because I, I just cannot see Disney Wanting something like As violent or as psychologically crazy As Jessica Jones Or Daredevil or Punisher To move over to, to their streaming service I just don't see it
1: Well, the idea with a streaming service Is that you can tailor it to your needs Maybe you can True. put on a parental guidance thing yeah. I mean, Disney I... has a lot of Mature content out there It's not all <laughs> House of the Mouse type stuff True. I mean. Even the Pirates of the Caribbean series... Yeah, is I was about to mention grim that. and yeah. bloody and, and gory. I think that with, with Jessica Jones, the amount of um, rough sex, we should say, um, that might be a bit much for them, but...
2: Well, to be, to be fair, the, the actual rating on Jessica, Jessica Jones, sorry, is, it's only a 15 rating here in the UK.
0: Which I think is what it's basically here. It's somewhere in between that PG-13 yeah, which,
2: and... Yeah, which kind of suggests R. that it's actually... It's actually not that bad for audiences. I mean, yes, there's a lot of uh, the rough sex, as you said, <laughs> Doc, but yes. there's no there's no nudity and anything like that. There's a little bit of swearing, but and see, I'm of
1: other... the mind that 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 you know, kids are fine seeing nudity. It's the high gore the you know people's heads yes. getting cut off and and it's whatnot soul, which... soul well
0: people are okay with that more than they are with the sex which i find interesting but that's that's a...
1: just our strange yeah. american weirdness yeah um
0: but anyway in any
1: case i think it's it's a it's a toss-up it's a 50-50 shot on whether or not we'll get more in humans i think like well, you said the cast is quite i've
0: good. been hearing tell of um well i knew there's um It sounds like there's a rumor that there's a Miss Marvel TV show in production for ABC, but then there's also a rumor of a Jessica Jones-esque TV show in development for ABC as well. People think it's She-Hulk. It could be,
1: Oh, sure. but It'd
0: there's also be I'm like, hoping for Spider Woman, but you know, maybe not.
2: Yeah, Spider Woman lives with uh, Sony. <laughs> well, here's she, the but... funny
0: thing, though. Though apparently, Sony sold the television rights of Spider Man back to Marvel completely, so I'm not sure what that means.
2: Hmm. Mm, well, yeah, it, that's if it weird.
0: For, if it portrays over, if it that carries over to like the live action shows, or if it's just for animated.
2: Well, I, don't I I would say it's probably more likely to be animated because that seems to be the big money spinner. Uh, but then again, don't Disney make that anyway? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it's I don't been know. a long time since I've watched the Disney well, channel. Well,
0: the Disney, the TV, the the Marvel TV shows like Spider Man and stuff all appear on the Disney channel. So
2: yeah, yeah. Spider Man is a TV
0: show. Oh, oh the yeah. God, yeah. yeah. Cartoon, cartoon
2: yes. yeah. I think it's like Miles Morales at the moment, or something weird. But yeah, that's
0: but the cool. Inhumans have showed up on it too, which is interesting.
2: Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Going back to the TV show, I, I just think that we've said it before. We said it again. We've, we're like a broken record at this point. It, it, we it needs more budget. It needs a different showrunner. It needs uh sets to be a little bit better.
1: Well, I think that um, they've set themselves up for what could be a really excellent second season because they're not going to be on Adelan. They're going to be refugees, so you don't have to worry about bad sets. I think the cast is quite good. Um, All the actors did well despite the poorly written dialogue. I think a lot of them, with a few exceptions, were really able to rise above it. Um, You get a better writer and a better showrunner, and the second season, just like S.H.I.E.L.D., could be quite excellent.
0: Yeah, um, yeah it could.
1: It's I just mean, a matter yeah. of whether or not they want to put their resources in that uh direction, um, and try and salvage something that has a bad reputation as opposed to starting afresh with something, you know, new right. like She Hulk or Moon Knight or Moon Dakota Night. North, whomever, you know? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Power
1: Moon Pack. Girl
2: and Devil Dinosaur.
1: Oh, I love Th- that. That needs
0: to be an animated <laughs> movie, so bad, that show.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, that'd be so good. I would love that.
0: Um, all right. Now,
1: there's also talk, and this is super in the rumor stage, that that um, uh, Marvel Disney, Disney might acquire a portion of Fox, which yeah. would be quite wild, which would, um, would, would so, mean they would reacquire the rights to all of the X-Men and the mutant franchises, um, which certainly would... Um, Change things quite a bit for the Inhumans.
0: Yeah. Well, the th-
1: thing is, the thing is about that is well, that, that we, could that, that could that,
0: be bad for the Inhumans because so we just may not see them again.
1: Well, yeah, I but the, 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 the
2: story came up early this week, didn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, but then it was kind of then uh, it was kind of almost kind of dismissed by both com- by co- both companies as being dead in the water. But then more rumors have come up today saying it was not dead in the water. It's just kind of going through a call-off phase or something like that and it's just like where are we at
1: where where is this going there's significant antitrust laws that would would inhibit the sale they would have to make some kind of different arrangement because of i don't know the how the law works in this department
2: i I think the idea was that that basically disney would acquire a lot of the kind of like the creative stuff like the you know the character like like um x-men like Fantastic Four, yep. but they, they wouldn't yep. be acquiring the news, the um, no one's sports side. The so basically, it's, well, no, no one will. But I mean, it
0: would just be basically getting uh, the Marvel properties back.
2: Well, well, well awesome no, businesses. but it would also be yeah, it would be all of the entertainment stuff and not the news, the sports, the that kind of stuff. Okay. So any 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 properties and that sort of stuff would revert to Di- uh, would go to Disney.
1: Now, I mean, I think that would be cool just for the sake of. I I I do think Marvel should would, would do a better job than Fox at producing. Um, I like the X Men, so I'll say it from there. Would it, it would probably be bad for the Inhumans just on their own, but what can you do? Um, it monopolies are weird, and yeah. they. Uh, I think you know at this point, what doesn't Disney own? I feel right. like it's some they own me? <laughs> right? Maybe. I haven't checked my records lately. Yeah, that's like the same. It's
0: like, like I saw there was like a meme of that, or someone was saying on Twitter, they're like, Monopolies are bad, but then Marvel gets the rights to the X-Men back, which is worse. Which <laughs> It's like... I don't know. Now, I mean,
1: the, the X Men have turned the corner a little bit in that I think that Legion was really good. I thought that Logan was good. I've actually like, gifted quite a bit. Yeah. But those moves are lousy. And, you know, as Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson get more and more expensive and less and less inclined to reprise their roles. The MCU is going to need fresh blood, and I think they could do really great with the X-Men. Right.
0: They could. Um, I think they could do really great with the Inhumans if they had done it right, which they, I think they really soured a lot of people, unfortunately. We know,
1: Adam and I were talking about Thor Ragnarok earlier, and one of the things that made that so much fun was that it was silly. It was right. as much a comedy as it was an action movie, and that's one of the qualities of the Marvel movies that have made it so good that they're oftentimes they get to sort of wink at the camera and and sort of laugh at themselves the serious movies like Captain America the first Avenger or Thor the dark really
0: good too I didn't see Thor the dark role but I did love the first Captain America movie I thought it was fantastic
1: I thought it was good too but the, the ones that are a little more serene a little less tongue in cheek um actually haven't done as well at the box office uh, movies like Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man, um, where there's a whole lot of wink and and nudge to it all, right. have been much bigger hits. Uh, Avengers right. Age of Ultron, which was more serene, again, not as well received. Right. Um,
0: well, Ant-Man so, was a surprise hit. I think Ant-Man surprised a lot of people. I thought that movie was enjoyable as anything. Um, well, it
1: was. I, I thought I it was thing, the best one of the year. The thing with the Inhumans <laughs> is because the, the social political issues of caste and class and child indoctrination mutilation these are not funny things these are not things you really want to wink at the camera and be like har no. har har and
0: hey
1: so it makes uh, it eugenics a, wink wink yeah, yeah right eugenics is <laughs> wink at the camera Yeah. you, know, you this is not the kind of property in which you could insert Chris Pratt and he can do his little Pratt falls and whatnot. And, uh, and everyone will be like, Oh, isn't he adorable? Um, (laughs) This is serious stuff. And it's harder to, um, harder to put into that MCU mold.
2: See that, that was my issue with it in the first place is because you cannot really put social political stuff in a TV show from Marvel. It's difficult. Well,
1: I mean, it it is. I mean, the 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 inhumans are a a thorny matter because of what they attempt to address. Um, Because what the what is supposed to be is this twisted mirror image of Earth and human society that you can look and be like, oh my God, they're so messed up. But then when you peel back a layer or two, you're like, oh my God, they're just like us. Right. And it helps you helps you kind of. Think about the fact that you know I live in America, a country that was built on the back of slavery. You know the way in which our politic, uh, the way in which our health insurance works, is is modern day eugenics. All these things are real, and it helps. and And a property like this makes you re um, reframe it all and think about it, and that's cool. But it's not fun, always. <laughs> it's not ABC must-see TV, you know, <laughs> like, sit down with the family, enjoy this fun parallel to slavery. Um, that's, <laughs> right. you know. Um, now, sure, like, The Gifted does uh, it a little bit better, because, like, they're a little ham-fisted. They're like, this is about racism. But it does it in a way in which you only get to feel good about it because you're like, yeah, we're going to fight against the man. We're all, we're all mutants, but it doesn't ask you to challenge your own assumptions. And, um, people don't like having that done to them. They don't like being asked to challenge their assumptions. And, um, sometimes I do, but I'm weird. Um, and I think that is one of the things that stands, uh, in the way of the inhumans being a success a big mainstream success both in terms of T V and comic books.
2: Yeah, and I, I think mm-hmm. that's that's why I think that's why they take such a big hit in terms of readership compared to anything else in the comics. Um because they are a bit out there, I guess. It takes weirdos like us to like them.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, there's there's other comics out there that are very similar. I think that Tom King's work on both The Vision and uh, Omega Men did the same thing. I mean, those were amazing comics. But they were also made you feel amazingly bad after you were done reading yeah. it. Like, oh, yeah. That was awesome. Now let me go sit and cry. Um, <laughs> and that's great. I think it's good to, to sort of balance things out. Like, I love reading Un- Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. That just makes me feel happy. So I have that to have on one side of the equation and then I can read the Royals or whatnot and me. feel weird on the other side and, and it all balances out
0: <laughs> right but That's why we have but, so many different things to read and watch and all that.
1: There you go. yeah so I think there is a place for this. I think it would have been I think in humans would have been much better as a Netflix series where they could go real dark and grim as opposed to something for ABC. I think it could have been a great movie. I mean, I I, uh, I look at what they are doing with Black Panther. I'm like, oh, that could have so been Adelan <laughs> looking right? at Wakanda. Um, but what can you do? In the end of the day, it was in a pretty good show. It was fun. If you go in watching, I think a lot of people are going to watch it once it comes up on Netflix, if it ever does. Um, and they'll probably right. enjoy it because it is just a fun sci-fi weird show. Yeah. um yeah. and um, that uh, people who want to want to hate it because they feel that the they're you know that they're trying to cop in on the x-men's territory then they're not they're gonna hate it no matter what it could right. be great and they'd still hate it
0: right
1: so what can you do?
0: Haters gonna so, hate but I', I, like, I gonna hate. Um,
2: I'd like to get an X-Men fan's um, opinion on it after they've actually watched the series, if you know what I mean. Right. Because it's kind of like, then they might realize that the two brands are very different. And
1: um, work, well in con- work well as sort of counterpoints.
2: Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, because they are kind of two ends of a spectrum, really, I guess. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's, yeah, it's the end of the TV
1: show. It's the end of the that. TV show for now. For now. And yeah. um, but so, now, tell tell me, Seren, what what was the preview for Shield? Can you give us a, oh, a rundown? Oh
0: gosh, I can. Um, I might actually have to watch it again really quick. For the most, is Coulson? It was Colson, Mac, and Yo Yo. And, yeah. And. Colson said something and Mac is like dude have you never seen an alien movie he goes <laughs> no this is not gonna how it's gonna happen and 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 Colson said something else and 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 Doc goes you know who's gonna be the first one to die and uh, Mac is like you know who's <laughs> gonna be the first one to die right and I was like Mac don't think that way. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds <laughs> fun. Was. I, I think that I think ages then, then,
2: it just becomes so better.
0: Right <laughs> and then and then there's May and um Daisy and I think I think it was Daisy. No, it was Gemma. It was it was Simmons. And Simmons goes to May. She goes, "Have you ever flown a spaceship before?" And May is like, "Well, what do you think?" <laughs> I don't know. And that,
1: and that that is uh that's debuting on the first of December, huh? Yes, and yeah. I
0: will be live tweeting it. The best I can, if I'm not working my PM job, um, I will be are, live are, tweeting it. So,
1: are you going to tweet it from your own Twitter or from the Adeline Rising Twitter? I
0: generally um, retweet Agents of Shield from my own Twitter, but um, if you guys would prefer, let us know um, on at Rising one If you would rather, I tweet it from the Adeline Rising account. Um,
1: or you doing... could just tell I, your, your your normal tweet Twitter. I was going to
2: say you could you could do it from the Atlanta Rising one. We don't we don't mind.
1: Yeah,
0: um
2: gets so us out. Comment.
0: <laughs> whichever, whichever what to our account our has the
1: more yeah. followers i guess
0: i do i ha- <laughs> actually i have a lot of i have quite a few i have i have quite a few followers um on my personal twitter account and i would say that i got most of them for live tweeting agents of shield so um
1: well then tell everyone out there the address so they can listen to you when you live tweet um...
0: My live tweet for Agents of Shield is from my personal account, which is at Serendipity. Uh, at Serendipity, <laughs> there are numbers, and I don't know what the numbers. Is it are. like
2: two four eight?
0: At Serendipity eight two four.
2: Oh, is, is how you oh, can follow close. me on
0: Twitter. So that's, that's where I live tweet my Agents of Shield stuff from. But I could, if, if as we, our as dear we get listeners to... would rather I do yeah. it from Adeline Rising, I will. No, 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 no.
1: Do it on your own account, and we'll put up a. a we'll put up a, a, an ad on the site for people who want to uh follow your tweets as as yeah. shield yeah. <laughs> there twits.
2: we go tweets tweets go but i mean yeah you can you can also you can also follow us on twitter we are um at, at Land Rising one
0: excellent yeah uh, follow us so um but i guess that's it but yeah i'm looking forward to it the Agents of yeah. shield shield uh trailer was good i i wonder if it's up on Oh,
2: there was, yeah, so about, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, or at least I've seen it somewhere, because I've seen that bit you were talking about with the alien, um, because the other bit was the brood, potentially.
0: Was it the uh, brood? Because I saw Cree. Uh, I definitely saw Cree. So, so um,
1: thank just... you for listening, as of now, we will, uh, our next installment, we'll be back to talking about comics, because we've let that <laughs> go before, too long.
0: Yeah, we have, uh, we are way behind, guys, so... <laughs>
1: We've got every single Inhumans title to review, not including Monsters Unleashed because we don't review that one. Um,
0: but but thank you good. for
1: listening, everyone. Yes. And um, if you've got your thoughts or feelings or comments about the show or about the, uh, the the podcast, please let me know. And you can hit us up at...
0: The show dot, dot, dot. at AdelanRising.com or you can tweet us at... At a land rising one on Twitter or you can get doc at Inhumans Forever over on Tumblr.
1: Thanks everyone.
2: Thanks listening.
0: And until next time.